Like if you watch the music video and they said they based it off of two men. This is like the conglomeration of fuckery that I just don't understand. So you took two different male voices, you put them together, you put a female spin on it, and you made it the voice of an AI figure that's based off of a child wearing Kardashian's whore clothing. So what the fuck's going on here? My penis is so confused. Am I a pedophile or gay? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. What's going on, America? Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, with my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner, Josh, here sitting across the table, looking all Jewish and stuff, you, you sexy little Jew. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. All right, are we having problems today on the streams again? Are they, is it messing up? What the hell? Are we all with all the, Is it still skipping? Never mind, Rumble is too. Okay, go back to YouTube. Back to YouTube, folks. We will get the squared away today at the end of the show. I apologize for this. Or you can go on Twitter. We are live over on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure it's not screwed up over there. Everybody, everybody in the chat's like, well, back to YouTube. Oh, damn it. Uh, what do you think it is? Like, just check the, empty the cookies and stuff? Maybe. I have not been looking at porn. Yeah, right. Today. <laughs> today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kicking. It's got, so wait. If it's not, if YouTube isn't skipping, I don't. I don't get it. Then let's let's just come on over to YouTube, people. Oh my gosh, dude! It is beautiful out today. It's overcast. The chances of rain are up. Ah, uh, bro, in my best dad voice imaginable. We needed this. I know. We needed sure this, did, buddy. We did. Um, I said it's like dial up back in the downloading porn day. <laughs> Remember that? Is that a boob? Don't, <laughs> don't pick up the phone, Ma. I'm doing research. Don't come in. I remember that. Dude, how did we get away with it back then? My gosh. Like these days, it's just like click of a button and you're there. You know, back then it was just kind of like a lot of channels to go through. A lot of channels to go through. It was like a White House nuclear code access. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Well, hopefully you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, had a great episode yesterday. What did we talk about? I don't fucking know. I was pissed off. I feel better. Oh, thank God. Might have, go fuck yourself, had something to do with the fact that I maybe microdosed a little bit of Delta 8 and I needed it. You know, and I actually, when Sheila got home, she asked me, she's like, what's wrong? It's like, I'm just, no, I don't take it out on her. Um, I just beat her. I mean, that's just the easiest way to take it out. I mean, shut just, your mouth. Shut your mouth, bitch. Ask me how I'm doing again. 
No, it's totally a joke. Um, is it though? I don't know. What do you tell a woman with two black eyes? Nothing. You done told her twice. Hey, oh! <laughs> I'm kidding. You use socks and oranges. That way you don't leave a mark. Anybody knows that. Anyway, <laughs> I hope people don't take me seriously. They probably do though. Knowing like what an asshole. But anyway, you know, she came home and she's like, you know, what's, uh, she's like, I listened to the show. You know, why are you, why are you cranky? I was like, I don't know. Like nobody did anything to me. And I remember actually, I ran into a friend in the gym that morning. I hadn't seen her in like over a year. And I was like, hey, what's up? Haven't seen you in a minute. Like, you know, she's a gym bro. I was like, where, where you been? She was like, well, I, I moved to San Antonio because I thought I was going to go Air Force basic training. And she's like, I was trying to join the Air Force. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then she goes, but now I'm looking into Space Force. And so I, you know, I was kind of, I didn't want to be like a buzzkill, but I was like, good for you. I was like, but may I ask why? She goes, well, you know, it's just, you know, the opportunity is like, but do you really want to serve this administration? Do you think this country warrants your service? And she's like, what do you mean? And so then I just kind of, I went on this little explanation of like, and I, it was, it like worked out perfect. Cause I know a lot of those guys in the gym and many of them are actual combat veterans. So I pointed out three, like two or three different dudes right off the bat. Like, he was army. He was Marines. He was this. I was like, any single one of these dudes would tell you, fuck this country and fuck this administration. Don't do it. And she's like, really? And I was just like, don't buy into the propaganda. It's like, look, if you're just needing to change your situation, you want to get a free education, then absolutely go for it. It's like, but do not. Do not be blindsided by the patriotic bullshit. It's not real. These people don't give a fuck about you. These are rich bureaucrats just trying to get richer. I understand you want to serve your country. I get it. But still at the same time, man, don't do it. Like, don't fucking do it. Like, I I just, ugh, I can't even. Doesn't Space Force sound like it's made up? I don't know why Trump did that. I it was know. like, it was the dumbest thing that we spent money because already Air Force had their version of this. Now, granted, it wasn't NASA, but if you think about it, it's... Department of, what does NASA fall under? Edu not education. What, what would that fall under? It's not Department of Defense, is it? No. Another con. Because <laughs> we didn't go to the moon, damn it. Um, what 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 branch does that fall? Or what uh what agency does that fall under? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I. Anyway, either way. I was like, why, why do we even create this? But you know, I, I asked her, I was like, you know, what's your reason for doing this? And she has her reasons. I, I, I'm not, not trying to discourage you, but I kind of am. Uh, but like, just don't join for the wrong reasons. Like we're not at war. They don't need you. It's like they're at a 50 year low right now because they're bullshit. Yeah. In fact, we just had not a war um, yet. Yet. We just had some um, fans of the show. Well, more like family. D, she's probably listening right now. Like she was a sweetheart. We had some people actually drive two hours from Fort Hood. Uh, I don't know. Did you know that Fort Hood? No, you didn't know this, but if you're a veteran, did you know Fort Hood got renamed to Fort Cavachuca? It's some weird beef jerky sounding fucking Mexican name. I don't know. It's the bullshit for diversity. That's what they do now. We spend millions of dollars, the taxpayer dollars, so we can feel good about ourselves. But uh, no, I was telling me about uh, Fort Hood being having the name change and stuff like that. And then um, I'm sorry, I've got this picture pulled up and we're going to talk about it. And it just keeps it's like it's the funniest thing ever. If you haven't seen Lauren Boebert, <laughs> wait till you hear this, folks. Wait Lauren. till you hear the story. Lauren Boebert and the boobert seen around the world. <laughs> Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com, folks. If you're looking for something to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, get a great night's rest. We've got the rack out gummies for you. Yes, these are THC free. You have my personal guarantee on that. You will not fail a drug test. You will not fail a drug test. You will not fail a drug test. I promise you that. Um, 
go check it out. Again, we have great deals over there. Uh, you can sign up to become a rewards member. And the more money you spend with us, the more points you rack up and you can cash them in for free product. We have some great programs out there available to you. If you want to come check out Shellshock CBD, everything is made right here in the United States of America, minus the skull bottle. We get that from China. I'm not going to lie about that one. You know, they're hard to uh, track down. They're hard to find. Motherfuckers are expensive as hell. And people are like, well, you didn't buy Americans. Like, so are you going to pay an extra 20 bucks that we can't find something here? We have to go with a, yeah, that's just how economics work. But um, yeah, go to YouTube, folks. Actually, hold on. I'll get to the people are like, where's YouTube? Like, you don't follow me on YouTube already, you sons of bitches. You lazy motherfuckers, I swear. Hold on. I'll get you, I'll get you the YouTube Boy, link. You know. There it is right here. Boom, boom, boom. Copy. Boom. All right. I'm, I'm going to share the YouTube link. There it is right there. YouTube.com. Uh, yeah, just look up All American Savage Show. I'll post the link over on Kick too. Um, here we go. Come over to YouTube, folks, or I'm on Twitter right now, too. So, all right, let's get into it, folks. Right off the bat, uh, this is making headlines all over Twitter. Um, if you're not watching on Twitter, you probably have a very happy life. I'm not going to lie. Twitter is, like, fucking miserable. Like, you go there to, like, get eye cancer. It's like, what can I look at today? And it just brings out the worst in me. I tweet some really mean things, but I don't care because fuck these nerds. They're not real people to me anyway. So... <laughs> Maybe I am. Yeah, wow. Even I'm saying that I'm like, damn, John. Fuck. Let him burn. No. So Lauren Boebert. Now, again, I don't know if this has been verified or not. This is apparently coming out across a lot of MSM outlets. Um, Lauren Boebert attended a Beetlejuice uh, theatrical performance. And apparently during the performance... Uh, the accusations, which she has not admitted to, were that she was vaping, singing too loud, and taking lots of pictures. Uh, when they confronted her and her friend, whomever this person was, they asked her to stop or leave, and she refused. Apparently, they responded, or they, they have claimed that she said, do you know who I am? I will contact the mayor's office. Uh, and they escorted her off the premise. Uh, she comes out with a tweet and says, I actually did go see Beetlejuice. It was really good. You should go check it out. By the way, you know, uh, they don't really smile upon cameras and these types of things and it's kind of like okay she, she's trying to make light of this um i don't know where that she actually admit to saying do you know who i am okay again anybody can make these accusations it's not in a court of law so it's literally he said versus she said this is what people do she's a very well-known conservative uh, representative so it would stand to reason that sometimes people that are liberal whatever the case and if she's going to a theatrical performance chances are she's surrounded by liberals because again i do love the theater as well matter of fact we're going this friday to see dracula that actually i'm looking forward to that um, but yes, there's a lot of fucking diehard bleeding heart liberals out there that will oh, try and um, can't see what what dress you wear. Uh, Give me boobs like that, that dress. I'm telling you right now. So the biggest thing right now, though, that people are trying it's her boobs. People are looking at her boobs. I don't think people even care about the fact that she was kicked out of a theater, which, again, look, folks, it this is common sense. Come on. You know you cannot bring a phone in there and just snap, snap, snap away or record the the, the performance live. I mean, anybody with a, a functioning brain can tell you that's not legal. Have you never, you've never been to a movie theater? Come on, let's not play stupid with this. So it sounds like she knew she was in the wrong. It's like, come on, what the hell? But if you look at this photo, apparently she's going through a divorce. That's what people are commenting, and it's fucking hilarious. And... uh. See for yourself. I've retweeted it. Here's the footage. And this is what people are talking about. Her boobs. <laughs> this is the state of affair, state of affairs of American politics right here, folks. This is it right here. You know, forget the great statesmen that we've had throughout the history of our, our congressional um, 
lineage, if you will. This is what America's reduced to. <laughs> and the sad thing is, I kind of get it. They are good-looking boobs. I will admit that. But you're also a representative. American boobs. American boobs. Fine American-made boobs. <laughs> Plastic probably comes from China or some yeah, shit like that. I, I don't know. But this is, what, this well, is what's going viral. Chinese implants. Chinese implants. There we go. It's got like a listening device in there. Bing. I hear your boobs going ping. What is that about? Nothing. Do not pay attention to the boobage. Oh, my gosh. But, again, it's all hearsay, he said versus she said. But that still does not look good on you that you were asked to leave. I mean, if you were asked to leave because of who you are, I mean, every private business normally will post something somewhere along the lines of we reserve the right to refuse service to whomever we choose. But in this case, it's kind of like, do you think this is real? Like, chat over on YouTube, what do you think? Do you think that she was acting like a royal biatch, or do you think they were just trying to find F? She cool. put out a statement on Twitter. She did, yeah. What did she, what did she say? She said, she it's made true, I did thoroughly enjoy the amazing Beetlejuice. Uh, I plead guilty laughing and singing too loud. That's still a dick move. You don't do that. Is it like uh, Robert De Niro and Cape Fear kind of laughing in the movie theater? You know what I'm talking about? I don't. I kind of ashamed. I'm ashamed that I don't know because really? I like Robert De Niro as an actor. As a person, I think he's a shithead. As a person, he's a real shithead. Yeah, absolutely. No, Cape I'm, Fear, he's like sitting in the front of the movie theater and he's smoking a cigar and he's throwing uh, his head back and laughing real loud. I'm not uh, one of those people. Yeah. Like black people. <laughs> in the movie theater, I don't know what you're talking. Every about. time, don't fucking sit there. I don't give a shit who you are. Don't you, don't, don't you sit there and judge me, listener. I know you're listening. Oh my god, that's racist. Shut the fuck up. You as well as I do know that when a black couple walks into the theater, the first thing you think is like, oh god, don't sit in front of me. Don't sit behind me. Please don't. And if they do, please don't let them be like that stereotypical company. No, get that bitch. What you talking about? I was like, oh fuck. They've just ghetto-fied the movie. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. That or the people with kids. Oh, I'm just going to piss everybody off today. I don't give a fuck. And your little shitheads won't shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. I didn't come here and pay $50 and take out a second mortgage to come watch this movie and buy it like $1,000 worth of popcorn to listen to your little fucking cum trophy cry. No. Get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm not wrong on this. I'm not. It used to be this was a respected thing that people didn't bring your little shitheads in there. I'm just pissing everybody off today. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. No. So that's what's going on right now with the Lauren Boebert thing. All right. So I'm, I didn't get to read the comments. YouTube chat. What are we thinking? What are we What, what are we thinking over here? Um, the uh, Steve Gallagher says she's kind of at fault. I read it was because she started vaping. She's denied the vaping charge. Um charge or accusation or whatever. I, I, I don't know. Um, crotch goblins. There you go. That's another good one for children. Crotch goblins, cum trophies, you know, freaking crumb snatchers. Um, she believed like a child. Um, judging by how loud or annoying she can be in Congress, I'd assume she's the same outside. <laughs> Damn. Y'all are savage. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think there's definitely something to this. And again, you're a representative. Why are you acting like that? Like, come on. That's like some Marjorie Taylor Greene behavior. But I see her and Marjorie Taylor Greene as kind of like the mean girls in Congress, uh, as well as like even though Lauren Loomer is not in Congress. Um, I see I see these three kind of like mean girls, like all vying for Daddy Trump's attention and love. They're like Trump's daughters. Even Ivanka doesn't even like him anymore, though. Like, oh, by the way, where's Mel uh, Melania? She's like, again, everybody's like, where is she at? Kind of like the whole John Gotti thing. Where's Gotti? Melania's like gone. She's just, She's not running with him. She's not there. I bet 
Because I saw he's I'm, been married like eighteen times. So yeah. does <clears throat> I mean, if he gets divorced, I'm not gonna has be he, shocked. How, how many times has he actually been married? Uh, let's see, Ivanka. Ivanka. That's all I know. Something else. And then <laughs> this one. That random other people that aren't three, even that didn't even bear mentioning. It's whatever. Horse. Three no. times. Three times. But he's cheated on all of his wives, I think, right? Oh, bro. When you make statements yeah. that you can grab by the, you can grab by the pussy. Uh, yeah, it's kind of. And here's the deal, though. I mean, when you're that rich, I mean, come on. I'm not justifying it by yeah. any stretch, but it's also, you know what you're getting into. It's just his, when you're a billionaire playboy, it's like, uh. It's his MO. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But. His military occupation. Is that what that means? MO? A modus operandi. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Close you, to it. Yeah. It's like perugula. <laughs> and on cast, that token, let's move iron, on. Cast iron pipes, bitch. That's all I'm going to say. Cast iron pipes. Oh, man. And what's funny is, like, we're not even going to enjoy, like, a winter with a perugula. We're already moving. <laughs> Literally, I waited years to do this project. We do it, and then now I'm fucking renting the house out, and somebody else gets to enjoy it. But I'm swatch I'm swapping the perugula for a pool. So it's like, you know what? Worth it. <clears throat> Worth it. Fuck that wooden shit. I'll take a pool any day. It's a saltwater pool. I'm excited about that. There is something about, I don't know if this is different than um, the ocean, but I, I told you this, when we went down to Mexico, I hadn't been to the ocean in years and my knees were kind of bothering me once I got into the ocean um, because I have like hardly any cartilage in my knees and I got in there and like I started like getting really sore and stiff. And then when I get out, like I felt really good and looking up, they said there are natural healing remedies to the salt in the ocean. It's great for your body. I didn't know this. So I'm wondering if a saltwater pool will have the same effect where it's like you hit a good day of legs or something. You go back, you know, I, I want to install a heater in the pool. Not me personally, because I'm about as fucking uh, Bob. Bob the Builder is uh, 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 Timothy McVeigh. So, <laughs> ah, this is what gets me banned. That's why I'm not streaming this on any platform that bans me like that. So, you know, but yeah, yeah. So, I'm hoping it does. Um, Saltwater pools are way better. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm really, and I want to put a heater in it so that way we can use it in the winter because we're moving in here soon. Winter's about to hit. I want to get in that fucking pool. I'm getting in that pool. I'm a chlorine man. I'm a chlorine man myself. If my eyes aren't burning by the time I get out, <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what else we got? So the article from Lauren Bobert is as follows. Um, so I saw Austin Peterson posted this AI photo of Lauren Boebert, and she looks smoking. That's kind of like, dude, what the hell is going on? Like, AI is, it's just making shit really weird. So Lauren Boebert removed from Beetlejuice performance in Colorado after laughing and singing loudly. Report, Congresswoman encourages everyone to see the show and let her know how it ends. I'm pretty sure you know how it ends. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Which I think, have they made any other ones besides the one Michael Keaton was in? No. I hope not. They shouldn't. That, no, they that was the best. Like, don't, don't, uh, don't redo this. Um, oh, you see there, uh, oh, fuck. you know who's in that? Uh, the, the Beetlejuice? Yeah. Michael Keaton. Oh God. Uh, what's the one girl? Um, oh, she got the one bald one who killed a guy. Oh, Alec. That's right. Back that's when right. he was actually somewhat normal. Yeah, uh, Gina, Davis. Was. Gina Davis. Gina is in Davis. That. Yeah. She was gorgeous. She was. What happened to her? She just kind of just age. Well, I'm not People bad. get old. I'm talking about like she disappeared. Oh, she was in like a lot of great movies. That was like the nineties and somewhat early two thousands. And then she just disappeared. Yeah. <clears throat> We're getting calls. Yeah. Damn. You want to take a call? Yeah. Fuck it. 
Stand by. Stand by. Here we go. It's not Friday, but we'll do it. People calling anyway. <laughs> it's, not, it's not for the show. Oh, uh, that's Bill Collector. We're going to pass on that one. <laughs> representative Lauren Bobert, uh, representative out of Colorado, um, was escorted out of a Denver theater's performance of the Beetlejuice musical Sunday after causing a disturbance involving laughing, singing, recording, and vaping, according to a report. The Denver Post reported that in an incident shared with the publication Tuesday, it was written that two patrons as a performance of the touring Broadway show were asked to leave the Buell Theater, which is owned by the city of Denver. Uh, the two were reportedly given warnings during intermission that it received three complaints from attendees. Damn, so you like you you got warned and you kept doing it. That's a that's a Karen move. What's the odds of it just being people who knew who she was and just didn't like her? Or maybe a mix of both. Maybe the perfect storm. Maybe. I don't know. Well, what do you think of the uh <clears throat> the stash and the little ghost? Looking good. He's looking good. I think you look good in a mustache. You like, want me to you like want Tom Selleck. You want to wear it, don't you? I want a mustache right. <laughs> Giddy up, cowboy. Oh, man. We started watching Yellowstone last night. Sheila had never seen it, so we started watching the original with Kevin Costner. Which, by the way, I did watch the one with Harrison Ford. 18... Fuck. There's the one with um, Gun Grabbers, Faith Hill, and Tim Mafiki Graw. I haven't seen that one. And honestly, it doesn't even look good. Uh, But the other one with Harrison Ford actually looks... It was really good. It was really good. How old is he? He's like... He's he's in his 80s. He's in his 80s. Um... Hold on, I just got a text from Jason. <laughs> Jason. Oh, listen to this. He says, yo, quick question. I just saw your lube, and I've been trying to find someone to do a small batch run for bacon-flavored lube. Do you think you're manufacturing? <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, my gosh. A bacon-flavored lube. There you go. I'm sorry. Where you're putting lube, I don't think bacon's going to be a good smell. As manly as I think that is. When you use Shell Shock CBD lubricant, where you're using it, I don't particularly want that area to smell like bacon. I think that would just make it weird. I mean, if I'm tongue punching punch a fart box, I'm not going for the sound or the, 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 the taste and smell of bacon. Just not. That's weird. I'm sorry. That needs to be associated with something else. Don't know don't, unless you try it, I guess, though, right? <laughs> It'll bend over, big boy. Let's go grab some bacon grease and get this fucking party started. Uh, I just mean like normally it's like associated with like chocolate, strawberry, because I mean it's like the old rusty starfish. So you want to make sure it tastes like something the other old than rusty old rusty starfish. starfish. So, <laughs> and this is why we're never going to be on Fox. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Um, not with that attitude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. We did a bacon-flavored CBD oil, and nobody bought that. Well, I mean, a few people did. We sold, like, 50 or 100 units. But nobody liked the bacon-flavored CBD. So if they don't like bacon-flavored CBD, why the hell are they going to want bacon-flavored lube? Now, okay, I just just want to get a little little poll here, folks. Um, Would you buy a Delta 8 barbecue sauce? YouTube chat. That's where we're at. That's where all the viewers are today is YouTube chat. Would you buy... Like, if I put it on the market right now, would you buy it? A Delta 8 barbecue sauce. A barbecue sauce that you could use and would get you baked. What, what do y'all think on that? <clears throat> I'm watching YouTube chat. Pineapple. Tammy says pineapple. Uh, liver and onion flavored. Okay, these people are just outrageous now. All right, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a boomer meal. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my dad loved liver and onions. I'm like, is everything better with bacon? Heck yeah. Yes. He said pole. Uh, Tello Stone is a show done with season five. Next show is what? Okay, that sounds crazy. Um, 
Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Okay. There's a delay on YouTube. <clears throat> Someone hack Rumble. No, nah, Rumble and Kicker just acting weird today, folks. Sorry about that. Um, just go over to YouTube. Come over to YouTube. I'm, I posted the link over there. I'll, I'll, we'll figure this out today after the show. I don't know what's going on. I apologize for that, sincerely. Um, but go follow us over on YouTube. And we're on Twitter, too. Go check that out, too. What else we got? What else we got? Okay. <clears throat> Listen to this. This is a very interesting story. Warner Music Group signs childlike AI-generated pop star Nunori. A childlike pop star created by artificial intelligence. It's called AI because it's two words. Artificial intelligence. That's my best Kamala. I don't know how else to sound like a stupid bitch. Otherwise, I would sound just like her. But that's literally how Kamala talks. We call it AI. I'm not even going to try. Um, the Avatar's first single features 38-year-old German DJ Ali Farben and went on the market Friday. AI technology. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. AI technology. This is this is how crazy this is gonna get. And I'm I'm thinking more in terms of like the legal battle. AI technology was used to create the singing voice of Nanori, which has been based on a real performer's voice, but altered so she has her own distinct sound. The independent reports. Um, the songwriters and musicians on the track will receive royalties and publishing splits just like a traditional song, the outlet explained. Hmm. Nanori's song about the interconnectedness of the world and the impact of our actions features an entirely AI-generated voice from two male music veterans, Leonardo Martinelli and Rafa Caviano, according to the song's credits on YouTube. The music video also features the avatar wearing Kim Kardashian's shapewear brand, Skims, which was chosen by Nanori uh, creator Joe. Like, the level of just, like, corporatism involved in this is just hilarious to me. It's like, all right, so we're going to create a fake AI version of two successful singers who neither of us have probably ever heard of, and then we're going to create a female, slot her up, and put her in Kardashian stuff for shout-outs or whatever. Good Lord. Like, we went from radio ads, newspaper ads, billboard ads, radio ads, podcast ads, to Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Now we're doing AI ads. We are putting our stuff on AI characters. Bro, this has got, like, some Blade Runner vibes to it. Is it just me? Gay. Gay. <laughs> gay! Get that faggotry out of here. It's gay! I, I just, I don't know, man. You just, you look at the stuff, it's like, what the hell is going on? We are living in such a weird time. It is strange. It's very strange. Like, I'm I'm just beyond, like, you look at something like this, it's like, wait, so. AI, bacon-flavored lube. Oh, the hell's going on? What's going on? What's going on here? I'm totally lost. People <laughs> are sticking their tongues in places they shouldn't be sticking them. <laughs> it tastes like bacon. Would you, you eat it? You know what comes out of there? You don't want that in your mouth. Not even if it was bacon-flavored. It tastes nasty. Imagine if that corn in it. You got bacon and corn. They don't go together. Just wash it all down with, well, we can't drink Bud Light anymore. You got the queer boy over there, Dylan Mulhaney, or whatever that douchebag's name is. Wash it down with a nice cold cerveza. Why not? We got illegal porn over the border. Might as well just drink the, the taste of Mexico. <laughs> oh, man. Cyberpunk. Thank you. It's got the cyberpunk vibes. There we go. Are bazookas illegal? <laughs> uh, okay. The embrace of the AI singing stars in place of human performers has not gone without comment, nor would, I mean, bro, you could fart in the wind and it would not go without comment on the internet. Someone somewhere is going to have something to say, especially assholes like me. 
so I bet you're wondering, what does the song sound like, John? Well, glad you asked. It was actually the intro song of today's podcast. So when people were already commenting, like, what the hell kind of music is this? That was the song. I'm going to play it again for you here real quick. Here's a few little snippets. Now remember, these are two men you hear. This is weird. Wait for the chorus. Okay, so here's the weird thing about this. Now, they've already said childlike, okay? <clears throat> they said childlike in this article. But what is she wearing? So if we're saying this is childlike, why is she dressed like a whore? Hollywood being Hollywood again, I guess. Like, if you watch the music video, and they said they based it off of two men. This is like the conglomeration of fuckery that I just don't understand. So you took two different male voices, you put them together, you put a female spin on it, and you made it the voice of an AI figure that's based off of a child wearing Kardashian's whore clothing. So what the fuck's going on here? My penis is so confused. Am I a pedophile or gay? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm just saying, just saying, just saying. It's odd. It's very odd. But not surprising. No, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. That's, that's what's, that's what's in the news folks. That's what's going on for the AI whole thing. Nanori. And I, I don't understand what's what, like what fascination people have with like Japanese culture to the point where like you just are obsessed with it to the point where you want to wear their clothing, act anime, grow your hair. It's like, I, you know, to each their own, I get it, fine. But I, I just don't understand the obsession with stuff like this, where you have a child, I guess the child, dressed like that, singing like that. And it's like, okay, okay, to each their own, I guess, you know. Fucking weird. Oh, man. <clears throat> Got some great news today, folks. Great fucking news. Higher gas prices reignite by inflation. Worst monthly inflation increase since June of 2022. So a little over a year ago. Great job, Biden. <laughs> you know, I don't think we have to let it all. I think it's already burning. Everything's already on fire. Oh, it's on fire. Yeah, yeah for sure. It is. But it is going to get worse. I do feel like it's going to get worse because I was listening to a thing on Milton Friedman last night. And he was going to this thing on um, economics and he said under Reagan's administration, stuff like this, he said, normally you'll see it within 10 years. He said, it's not year to year. And it was very interesting the way he approached this. I, I'd seen this um, before I, I get off track on that. The Argentinian guy, oh, I, I can't think of his name. Um, he's just won 30% of his vote. Uh, Libertarian page has been posting a lot of him and I'm trying to think of where he's at. But this dude is crushing it right now. He is a libertarian. He's basically talking about in Buenos Aires or in Argentina, he wants to essentially abolish the national bank, uh, dissolve so many of the government, so many of the government agencies. Like this guy is fucking on fire. And they're saying he has a very good chance of getting elected. And if he does get elected, Argentina will have its first libertarian president. And that's going to be very interesting to watch economically to see the changes he will implement, if if he can, to see if it brings Argentina. Because for those that don't know, Argentina's economy right now is in shambles. It is horrible over there. Uh, 
when I went earlier this year, the peso, it was 250 pesos to the dollar. Uh, I checked not, but like maybe a month ago, it is now 500 pesos to the dollar. They are sinking very quickly. They are printing money like crazy. The inflation is, it's the inflationary spending is through the fucking roof. It's bad. People are having a very difficult time over there. Your money goes a very long way over there. Um, so that being said, if they put a libertarian in there, now you're not going to see results right off the bat. You'll see changes right off the bat, but it's going to take time. It's going to take years to see this kind of go the opposite way. But what Milton Freeman was talking about, it talks about like, and, and Reagan did a, his, his um, speech when he was leaving the White House. He actually talked about this very, very much as well. He talked about how the stuff that we've implemented now, if it's left to do what it's supposed to do, it will take a few years for this to actually see the effects of. Um, talking about how uh, the inflation and all this other stuff, because he actually, Milton Freeman brought up a very good point. He said, the government has this very unique trick. And this is why I love listening to Milton Freeman, God rest his soul. He said, the government has a very unique trick. He said, what they're doing is they're going to essentially cause the inflation, lower your taxes because of the inflation, but you're paying more in taxes because right. of inflation. Right. It's a brilliant fucking move that people aren't realizing. And it's like, no, this actually makes perfect sense. It's like, that's how they do it. So Biden right now, it's like, you're paying more right now, right? Like they've lowered, well, I don't know if Biden's lower taxes, Trump lower taxes, but we were also weren't in a, uh, a serious and inflation situation as we are in now. But if you look at the Biden administration, they're actually wanting to double it or do both at the same time, raise taxes. Cause you got, you know, the, the wealthy got to pay their fair share, but you can't raise taxes on just the wealthy. You got to do it to everybody. So we're going to raise taxes, which is causing more inflation. So it's just kind of like, fuck me. We're getting fucked from both ends on this one. But if what we was talking about is it like, it's going to take five to 10 years to get things undone when they get to that level. And again, if you look at the history of the uh, mortgage rates out there, and it's not the the Fed, the bank itself doesn't actually control the rates. It's the, oh God, what is it? The Fed, the board? Oh, I forget. I was looking it up the other day. And <clears throat> they're talking about how the, the the loan rates that we had in 20, fuck, dude, I, I didn't realize this. If you go look at the history from 2010 to like 2018, 2017, that's the lowest it's been in American history. 3%. 2.8, 2.9. Mm -hmm. Under Reagan, it was up there around like 18, 19. And it's like, holy cow. Uh, and then since the 80s, it's trickled down slowly but surely. But dude, I look back and I was like, I should have bought a house back then, another house. Like, oh my God. Because the rates right now are just astronomical. It, it is just, it is astronomical. So, but the article is higher gas prices reignite by inflation. Worst monthly inflation increase since 2022. The pace of inflation in the U.S. moved sharply higher in August pushed up by a big jump in gasoline prices. I was talking about the other day. It's like, it's, um, it went up to 350. Now it's back down to like 325. But uh, the consumer price index rose 0.6% compared with the prior month, three times the monthly record in July compared to a year ago. The index is up 3.7%, more than July reading of 3.2%. All right. The acceleration of inflation casts some doubt on how quickly the tightening of the monetary policy will bring inflation back down to the Federal Reserve's 2% goal. It also increases the odds that the Fed will hike rates another time before the year end. That's what they're actually, that's what they've been saying. Uh, my realtor was telling me this, that they're expecting them to hike one more time. And it's like, fuck me, dude. Like, you're going to hike it one more time. Like, and then, because ultimately what they're trying to do is they're trying to cool it down. They're, they're basically saying that, you know, hey, if we increase the rates, you know, less people are going to be spending money. They're going to save more money, spend more in the local economy, hopefully balance this thing out a little bit. Bro, this is the just, ugh. This is all from government. This is all from government. Yep. All from government. I'm just so over this. The Federal Reserve officials have said they are looking for consistent evidence 
Other several months, over several months of inflation is moving toward its target. On a month-to-month basis, inflation fell sharply in May from 0.37% to 0.12%, edged up in June to 0.18%, and ticked down to 0.1%, 1.7% in July. This is the sharpest monthly rise in inflation since June of 2022 when the consumer price index soared 1.2%. Percent. Core consumer prices, a measure that excludes energy and food prices, rose 0.3% for the month. That is also hotter than the 0.2% record in July compared with a year ago. The index is up 4.3%, a slowdown from 4.7% year-over-year figure recorded for July. But, you know, when they're doing these side-by-sides of 0.4, point whatever, it's like that's also in its inflationary zone. We're talking, let's, let's go back to like 2018, 2017 pricing. Bring it back down to there, and then you compare it on side-by-side to this. And it's like, yeah, it may have dropped like 0.1%, 0.2%, but it's still high. That's like saying gas prices were four fifty, but now they're down to like when Biden was some of the, hey, did their back down? It's like to four dollars. They're still fucking high, bro. It's like great, but you still got another like three fifty to go, douchebag. I know. So when they're when they're doing these like side by side comparisons, like yeah, but it's still inflated like massively. That's a lot, a lot. So economists have been expecting the increase in inflation due to higher energy prices. Again, folks, that's basically Joe Biden putting us on foreign energy, no drilling, things like that. This has an impact on this country. So when liberals want to sit there and complain and whine, oh, the gas price, this is what you voted for. When, when liberals have the audacity to sit there and complain about the gas prices, you voted for this. Like, do not get it twisted. You voted for this. Your fault. When you sit there and you wanted to say, I want to vote for Joe Biden who campaigned on the promises of weaning us off our own energy and putting us on foreign oil, foreign energy, because somehow that's going to save the world and we're, we're polluting less, even though they're still producing just as much, if not more, because now we're buying. It's like, this makes no sense. But that's the liberal mindset in, in general, just flat out fucking stupid. Just stupid. Oh, we're going to save the earth. So you think by buying it from a different source and you shutting down your own source, thus making them produce double the amount, that's not having the effect on the planet that would be if you, like, you literally just chose to raise gas prices for no reason whatsoever. We could be using oil, having our own energy sources, paying less in gas, which you could be saving money on, and basically having more discretionary spending at your fingertips. But no, instead, because of principle in the green energy, we're going to shave the planet. You're bankrupting, motherfuckers. Good job, liberals. You're not just stupid. You're fucking stupid. I had a brain fart. I got nothing. You're just stupid. You're just fucking stupid. You nailed it. Ah. Dumbasses. Just fucking dumbasses. What do you get, though? Drill, baby, drill. I agree. I mean, first day in office, what does Biden do? Keystone Pipeline, gone. 10,000 jobs, gone. Foreign energy through the fucking roof. Saudi Arabia is like, nope. Mm-mm. We can't produce enough. It's like, nope. nope. Nobody likes this guy. He's a fucking douche. He was doing some event, I forget where. Um, it was a Democrat event, and they started chanting, we want Trump. Democrats were really? chanting this. It's He's oh so terrible. God. He's just that bad. I mean, just like no redeeming qualities there. None. None at all. Zero. Just a complete sack of shit. He's worthless. One of the most worthless presidents ever. And that's why, and we're getting to the article on the impeachment process. It's actually starting to worry me. I don't think we should impeach. Yeah, I think we should. But here's the deal. Because say like for some reason, what's, I don't know. Maybe they do get the votes in the Senate and they do convict and he is removed. Kamala's up next. 
And she can't be any worse than this dumb the evil idiot the evil you know the evil you know is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I don't I don't know that that's true. I mean, he's she's just gonna he's, he's gonna get replaced with another idiot. Even like, if I just feel she like he does take over. It's not them calling the shots. Okay, of course uh, not. Yeah, they're too stupid. Yeah. They're too stupid. Yeah. So she's just basically. But that also the, furthers my point. It's that you're just replacing one shithead for another. So what's the point in doing this? So in 2024, that the Republicans win or a decent candidate wins, or I don't think that's gonna like impeaching. No, I don't now, think this guy needs to be held accountable for. I'm not his saying corruption. not to. I, I agree with that. He should be prosecuted absolutely because he's screwed every single American. Yeah, he has. And foreign countries. Yeah, but it's yeah, just he, he so needs the to be held accountable. Though, when you said though, like if. If we substitute him with Kamala and neither of them are calling the shots, we again, we just replace one shithead for another. Nothing changes. It's the same shit. So what's the point in wasting taxpayer money pursuing this? So you said in 2024, somebody else can win. I don't think that's the case. I don't think impeaching a Democrat president. Well, actually, hold on. Let me pause. Maybe you're right. Maybe some Democrat. Well, uh, dude, I don't know. That's a hard one. Liberals by and large, like extreme liberal and extreme MAGA. You will never convince them otherwise. You will never convince them otherwise. They yeah, will not. They will not have the rationale. People. Yeah. True. That is true. And that goes for Republicans as well. True. Yeah. And Democrats. That if you're yeah. sick of enough of, you know, inflation. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's money. So it comes, you think it comes down Biden to money in every household. The, you think that Biden getting impeached would be the peach or the the cherry on the top to like convince them to vote Republican? Yeah, I think so. I think so? Absolutely. I, I, I don't just, think he'll I get. I feel like it would make him hate Republicans yeah. all the more because like you got my guy. Get, uh, I don't think the Senate will vote him out. But at least you're going to get those bank records, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, because he's, yeah. he's in deep shit. I mean, there, you can't hide this stuff anymore. Cause yeah. We, yeah, I played the uh, that one clip. Uh, actually, good. Well, let's segue into that. Yes, you were 100% right. Josh pulled this up. <clears throat> excuse me. This was, um, excuse me, let me pull this down here on Twitter. This is from Aaron Rupari. He says, uh, this is from the government funding rep- representative Scott Perry out of Pennsylvania, the Freedom Caucus chair. Listen to what they have to say about this very topic. Josh pulled this up, so let me. Because you have these journalists trying to run interference for yeah. the Democrats. Yeah, it's propaganda. It's definitely yeah, paid propaganda. 100%. Let's listen to this audio clip. He would do that. I don't think it'd be appropriate. All right, last question. Yes, ma'am. Can I tell us what actual evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you... Oh, I don't know. McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge... Uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, on, or the vice president at the time, on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. Uh, 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 Nailed it. I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's definitely not, not wrong. Not at all. Like That reporter is... Yeah, clearly, clearly trying to run interference. Yeah. 
I love how they're just trying to like, are you sure? Because people can think this is politically driven. It's like, well, it kind of is, but you also gave me the smoking gun, so it's your own fault. Did you have that opinion about Trump, him being indicted? Oh, I barely Is that revenge? What about the two impeachments Trump had to go through? Was that revenge? I mean... That was definitely revenge at the hands of Pelosi. Right. Hands of Pelosi, for sure. Well, what you think, uh, <laughs> like, go back across the pond. These these reporters should be shamed. Not I'm reporters. Not sure. No, not not even a yeah. little bit. So they continue on with that. Right, trolls. Yeah, they, they continue on with that, and they just keep going. But he they, he handled them very well. And so, like, look, if you don't see this, you're blind. He's not wrong. If more people don't start getting pissed off like this guy does, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we need. I, I, I We need agree. to stand up and be like, if you can't see this, then you're a complete idiot, and you don't belong you know, asking me any questions. You shouldn't be a reporter. You shouldn't be a reporter. Yeah. All right. You should be serving hamburgers <laughs> at Wendy's. Well, to counter this, uh, Tuberville says House GOP must not waste time with Biden impeachment. Senator Tommy Tuberville, representative out of Alabama, and other GOP senators have voiced skepticism about the House Republican impeachment effort against President Biden. Uh, Senator Tuberville uh, said House Republicans must not waste time and deliver an ironclad case to impeach the president for the effort to succeed in the Senate. Tuberville on Tuesday joined a growing chorus of Republican senators who are skeptical of the House GOP's impeachment inquiry. He said the Senate couldn't get the votes to convict Biden in an impeachment trial, but hoped the House at least would get the truth concerning the abuse of power and corruption allegations made against the president. That's the point that you've been making for a while. And right. you said you at least get this in front of as many eyes as possible to where it potentially could sway voters. And you, I agree with you. I think you're right. I think you're 100 percent right. I think. But I, I get what this guy's coming from. He's saying, look, if you're going to do this, you better make this thing fucking bulletproof to where if the Senate does vote against it, then the Senate clearly looks corrupt. It, it looks like, they, hey. Anybody that doesn't see that yeah. most of these politicians are corrupt by now. Oh, 100%. You're just not paying attention or you just don't care. Do you think any Democrats, say like the Demo- say like Republicans, House GOP, and this is very possible. This is not John blowing smoke. It's very possible they are going to have a strong case. Now, do you think Democrats in the Senate would vote to impeach Biden to convict do you think they would vote for that? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if they would or not. I, maybe one. Maybe you got one person that, so? that'll go rogue. I mean, I, look I, at Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard was a Democrat, right? She was, yeah. I mean, you've already got cinema in the center. You've got Mansion that's leaning towards the center. So, and I'm pretty sure they would Zimla vote to impeach. Probably would. I think they would. I think if you had a strong enough case, because the fact they've already stole, st- stood up to Biden in the past. Yeah. I think for something like this, and you've got the actual irrefutable proof, it's like, yeah, we're voting to impeach. Like this guy's clearly corrupt. Cinema switched to what independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Manchin's still a Democrat, but he's still he's one of those guys. It's kind of like you could sway him over if the right. if the uh, the principle matches his values, which. I don't know why he hasn't gone independent yet, but he still clings to those uh, Democrat roots. But uh, you don't bring a vote to the floor unless you are pretty sure that you can get the amount of votes that you need, Tuberville said on NBC's Meet the Press. Now, I know that wouldn't make it to anywhere over here in the Senate. That probably wouldn't even wouldn't even let it make it to the floor. But again, this is all up to the House. we got enough problems going on right now. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on Tuesday said House Republicans have uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct that will serve as the basis of an impeachment inquiry. Today, I'm directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe McCarthy announced uh, in the state capitol. This logical, uh, or excuse me, the statement at the capitol, the logical next step will give our committee the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. The allegations against Biden concern the president's role in his son Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings and whether Biden family used Joe Biden's public office for personal profit. The speaker said House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, Republican out of Kentucky, will lead the inquiry in coordination with the House Oversight Committee. Uh, and I'm excited for this one because uh, you know who's on that committee? Thomas Massey. Yeah. 
Massey's on one of these committees and he's already tweeted out saying we will. He's, and this is why I respect Thomas Massey. He tweeted out, he said, we will go where the facts take us. That's a very good statement. And it's not because it's Massey. And I, I like Massey as a, as a libertarian slash Republican. Massey basically left it open-ended to where we will go where the facts take us, which also implies that we will not go where the facts don't take us. We will not go where the lies go. It's like, I like that. That means basically he's saying in his own way, we're going to give him a fair trial, but we're also not going to fucking let this motherfucker off the hook either. That's what I get from that. I like that statement. We're going to go where the facts take us. That's, that's how it should be. It, regardless of each side, either side, go where the facts, but these facts have to be actual facts, not Nancy Pelosi up there trying to whip votes. Like, oh, he tried to overthrow the Capitol. Like, shut the fuck up, bitch. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, who's the dude that just got 60 days in prison? Uh, Alex o Jones's guy. Owen Schroyer. Owen Schroyer. Apparently, there's more of that. Apparently, he he had a, a prosecution deferred on the premise of he will never return to the Capitol. He did, and that's why he got convicted. That's what they're saying. Don't know if it's true or not. It wasn't because they're, they're saying it's because of January 6th involvement. I'm reading different stories saying it wasn't because of that directly, but indirectly it was. It basically said, hey, you got a slap on the wrist, like you are not allowed here, whatever. And he went on there illegally. I don't know. I don't know. But it's not so simple or no simplistic as or black and white as he's just got convicted for January 6th. It, it's basically he fucked up. That's I read That's that my it understanding. was January 6th stuff. Like he was whipping up people into a frenzy. Like if they Which apparent, the audience, yes, like yes. millions which apparently was originally what they went after for, but they dropped it. But they said, you can't come to the Capitol or some shit like that. And he did. I could be wrong on that, folks. I've read two different articles on this. Uh, read the one that's clearly biased, saying this is a hit job. They're going after everybody, which I don't disagree with that. I do not disagree yeah, with that. I don't, I don't believe them at all. I don't believe the government at all yeah, at this oh, point. Same. Yeah, they're all fucking liars. But at the same time, though, we have to make sure that we're getting both sides of the story just for the sake of the Even truth. Even if he was just there? I, I don't think that warrants prison time. Oh, I agree. I 100% agree. I think standing protest. Okay. Outside of those that went on to the, went into the Capitol and did that thing illegally. Yes. I'm sorry. You, that you don't get to do that. But those that stayed there and they were just screaming, whatever, that's your right. That is your first amendment right to protest. A hundred percent. Here's my problem with that though. If people did go into the Capitol and they were being escorted around by police officers and you thought that you were allowed to walk around, mm -hmm. then I'm sorry. That's not illegal. Well, hold on, that's not a crime second. in my but, mind. But then you had to have seen people because were actually pushing through the gates to get in where police said, don't come. But what about the people that were in there that were being escorted around by the police like that? But did they first guy. have to go through? But the shame. Yeah, they were stupid enough to get set up. They should have known better. I'm know. sorry, dude. Come on. That's that's on Trump. You telling me Look, if cops weren't in there showing you around and taking you places that you wouldn't? I mean, I think no. I'm sorry. They're I police think, officers, on, dude. No. It's the Capitol Police. It's the Capitol Police. But at the same time, if you literally had to push through a barricade to get in there. That's probably a clear sign. It didn't look of like they had to push through a barricade because it looked like the police officers opened it up and no, people just not, walked. No, no, hold on. Now, now go Did back and watch that? the footage, Josh. Go back and watch the footage. There were now, no. It was not just they let them in. There was pushing and shoving. Then they let them in. So it wasn't just yeah, you can walk through. I remember we did. We watched it live. Like I said, when they started doing We've that, seen other like, videos too. Of I like agree, but Ray at the same Epps. time, yes, Ray Epps. But that's also people went by what he was saying, and the fact that he's not charged is fucking beyond me. But let's not even get this twisted. Like they were just said, "Come walk in." No, they were they were held off at first, and then they got the green light to go ahead and hey, the cops were like let him in. We don't have the security to hold these people back, which again was you're walking into a trap. You are walking into a trap. And the fact that the shaman douchebag, I mean, come on, dude. The fact that he goes up there in the, on the house floor, gets behind the podium, you're telling me no red flags or signs went off in anybody's fucking head to say, you probably shouldn't be doing this. 
Yeah, that, been was there. A, that was a bad idea. Exactly. So it's like but they still, knew what they were I doing. Mean, if they're taking this guy around and, you know, he's dressed like a, like an yeah, idiot. Yeah. Like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I agree. But even still, it's like these people, they knew what they were doing was wrong. Don't go in there and do that shit. That's not going to accomplish it. And now reports are coming out that said that apparently there was a lot of guns present. It's like, no, there wasn't. Like, what are you talking about? There weren't. But let's concede to the fact that if you were just there protesting and you didn't even step foot on the Capitol grounds, you, I'm like, how can you be indicted for anything? Unless you were sitting there screaming like Ray Epps, we're going into the Capitol. We're going into the Capitol, which they have on video footage and nothing's because he's a fucking fed. This yeah. guy was a fed. But I'm actually really surprised they haven't prosecuted him, fed or not. But the fact that they're not shows this guy was a fed. Yeah. This was a plant. Yep. But once again, again and I think there's a, again, a lot of people in that crowd were plants. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Causing trouble. Like the one kid who was John uh, Sullivan, yeah. BLM. Yeah. Did, did he get charged? Oh, he's black, probably not. Yeah, doubt Good, it. Yeah, doubt it. Don't think so. You'd have heard he, about it by now. He right? was the one that said we're gonna go in there, rip him out, and fucking guillotine him. He was the one yeah. that said we're gonna, yeah, fuck Donald Trump, we're gonna rip out of there and fucking kill him and all kinds of shit. Like that. It was like, yeah, absolutely nothing happened to that douchebag. But what? It was a tactical blunder. Pelosi set the trap. Trump walked into it. Yeah. When I did. talked to Crenshaw about this from a military background, fuck, he was a SEAL. It's like, dude. You're telling me on the day of all days, when you know there's going to be a million-man protest about a mile and a half down the street that's all Trump supporters from around the fucking world, and you're telling me that security was not doubled, if not tripled, at Congress that day? And no. Uh, why the fuck not? He's like, you know why not. Pelosi told them to stand down. Yeah. Don't do it. This is what they wanted. They withheld the National Guard up until the very last point. And what did Trump do? We're going to walk down there and protest. Bro, you are literally setting fuel next to a fucking fire. And look what happened. Big, big fucking no-go. Big, big. Imagine if they would have just stayed there. January 6th wouldn't have happened, and they would have had nothing. All they would have had at that point is the BLM riots. But Jan And I'm not saying this is truthful. This is clearly not truthful. January 6th compared to BLM, BLM 10 times worse. Yo, I will never argue against that. Absolutely. January, I'm sorry, January 6th was not an insurrection. Was it Trump's fault? No. Trump didn't say to go in there. Trump should have fucking known better, though, but he didn't. Fair enough. That's not Trump's fault. You can't convict on that. But with that being said, they wanted January 6th to happen because the BLM shit was so hard in the news and made the left look so fucking bad. They needed something to counter it. And look what they did. They magnified it. They've taken this, this one incident. And they have just turned into where you have people like Kamala Harris saying this is worse than 9-11. You're out of your fucking mind. And honestly, I really feel like you should be publicly shamed and ridiculed and deported out of this fucking country. Yeah. That you would sit there and make the comparison of 3,000-something people, almost 3,000 individuals that died in a terrorist attack in the most horrific ways. People were jumping off the tops of buildings. And you want to compare that to January 6th? Like, I, I sit there and I fail to grasp how you could say such a disgusting clearly ignorant statement and not feel completely abhorrent about yourself. But this is Kamala Harris. These are Democrats. These are liberals. That's how they think. They don't care about a sense of morality. They have no guiding moral compass. It's literally a political objective. So they're going to say anything they can that's inflammatory to try and decrease the amount of friction they're getting for what their side has done, which their side being the BLM. So they needed January 6th to happen to counter what the BLM damage had, had created. So when Trump did that and said, you know, go down there, welcome protest, 
It's like, bro, you're walking them into a trap. Don't get those people riled up because guess what's going to happen? And January 2nd is what happened. So again, this wasn't Trump's fault. He didn't save them to do it, but Pelosi set a trap. That security was at its all-time low, and they fucking walked right into it. I think he should have known that when she declined his uh, offer for extra security. Yep. And I feel like this is also coordinated because Trump goes on Twitter, stop, stand down, and what do they do? Bam, blam them. Banned them. Instagram banned them. Facebook banned them. Now he's being indicted. This was coordinated. This was coordinated. Like, like, (laughs) don't ever... Don't ever underestimate these old dogs. When I say that, don't you dare underestimate Nancy Pelosi, Mike Pence, all these people. Why? They've been in this game the majority of their lives. They know the tactics that you don't. Even I don't. They are fucking snakes. These people are snakes. And they will try any tactic to get what they need to achieve because that's what they, they're power hungry. Oh, yeah. Like that house there, that the series uh, House of Cards or Deck of Cards. That that's true. That shit is real. You think they pull that out of the ether? No, that's that's true stuff. Not true stuff as far as like it's based on a true story. But how they act, how they do dealings. Oh my God, politicians are snakes. I don't care if you're Ron DeSantis or Trump. It doesn't matter. They're all snakes. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, luxury cruise ship. Listen to this. Uh, with 206 passengers, runs aground in Greenland. Now remember. Greenland and Iceland are opposite. Iceland's actually very green, and Greenland is actually very cold because discoverers or explorers, when they discovered it, said, we don't people like moving here and just crowding our, our groove, so let's, let's flip it on them. So they all go to the icy part. Um, the Danish military's Joint Arctic Command says no one aboard the stranded ocean explorer was injured. Um, a luxury cruise ship carrying 206 passengers. That's not a lot of passengers. No, it isn't. Must be a, law, a small cruise ship. Um, is stranded at a remote national park in Greenland with the nearest rescue vessel days away, authorities said. The Danish military's Joint Arctic Command, JAC, said the ocean explorer ran aground on Monday in Ape Fjord in northeast Greenland National Park, about 870 miles northeast of Greenland's uh, capital, uh, Nuuk. Nuuk. N-U-U-K. Nuuk. Nuuk. I don't know how to say that. Um, personnel from the Sirius Dog Sled Patrol and elite Danish naval unit have boarded the ship to assess the situation. No one was injured, and there were no reports of anyone in danger, JAC said. Uh, a cruise ship in trouble in the National Park is obviously a worry. The nearest help is far away. Our units are far away, and the weather can be very unfavorable, JAC Head of Operations Commander Brian Jensen said in the statement Tuesday. However, in this specific situation, we do not see any immediate danger to human life or the environment, which is reassuring, he added. The cruise operator, Aurora Expeditions, told Reuters that all aboard were safe and well. There is no immediate danger to themselves, the vessel, or the surrounding environment. And the Australia-based company said, per Reuters. Uh, officials said the ship remained stuck Wednesday after Tuesday's tide failed to lift the 341-foot vessel enough to free it. The tide that came in during the day, local time, did not provide the desire to help sail on the JC. But would you want to sail on? Okay, now hold on. Let me push pause on this. I'm not a Navy. I'm not a seaman, okay? But but you love the taste of but it. But I love the taste of cock. Ugh. One of these days, I'm going to wean myself off the taste of penis. But <laughs> that's why we're never going to be on Fox, folks. Um, so I'm, I'm just curious, though. If you run aground like this, I wouldn't want to keep sailing on the ship because you don't know what kind of damage is done on the underside. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I would be like, you need to get people off that boat. 
load it out, and then probably take it to the nearest port and inspect that thing for damage because you don't know what they hit underneath. Now, granted, of course, they probably know if they were taken on water or not, but that's not to say that you, you know, it's like, hey, we're going to keep going. It's like, no, get me the fuck off this boat. You ran aground, dude. Like, this thing is compromised. Potentially. Potentially. So I feel like a safety measure would be evacuate the boat, float it onto the nearest port, inspect it, see if she's good to go. And if she is, I still wouldn't want to get on it. Yeah. <laughs> you still wouldn't want to get on it. Uh, that's I'm not your, a cruise your... person, though. I don't think... I've been on one cruise. How was it? Um, It was a seven-day cruise in the Caribbean area. We went to, fuck, St. Thomas. And then we went and saw um, uh, Chichen Itza. That was cool. And then over to, what was it, Haiti? Is that where the Clinton's foundation thing was? Haiti? Yeah. Yeah, went to Haiti. It's a shithole. It's a shithole, yeah. It is. They had a, uh, I think I talked about this before. We were on the cruise, and you can buy the excursions on the cruise. So when we get to Haiti, you can ride horses on the beach and then into the surf, and then they swim with the horse. It's like, oh, cool. Beautiful, crystal clear, blue water, beautiful, majestic horses. You get there, it's a bunch of starving Haitians in shit brown water that is literally uh, horse turds floating everywhere. And you literally get on the horse, they take you out into the ocean for like maybe, I don't know, two minutes, circle up, come back, you're done. 50 bucks. Mm. It's like, that is the most worthless. And I, I felt bad because the horses looked like they were starving. Covered in flies, like, ugh, this is disgusting. That sounds so relaxing. Absolutely. How was St. Thomas? Uh, I don't remember. I do know St. Thomas was nice. It was beautiful. Uh, Chichen Itza was also beautiful. Um, that was cool to go actually see that um, historical. I think it's one of the wonders of the world. Really? Um, yeah. And it's really cool because when you stand in the courtyard and you clap, you can hear the reverberation go up the actual, uh, whatever the fuck that thing is, the temple, and it comes right back down. But there was actually a woman um, that was arrested not too long ago because you, you're not allowed to climb up those stairs anymore. You were like 10, 15, 20 years ago. But uh, they said you can't do it anymore. But this woman started climbing and they arrested her ass. And one woman even died because the stairs are so steep and she fell. Yikes. Yeah. Weird. Um, uh, an inspection vessel, the Canud Ramos Rasmussen, is en route toward the grounded cruise ship and is expected to arrive on Friday morning, authorities said. Uh, dude, they are very, very lucky. The number one, the ship is not sinking, but number two, the weather is favorable. Now it does look like they are near an, uh, some land. It does not look like it's favorable land, but it is land nonetheless versus you drowning. Um, Ocean Explorer Nassau is the ship name. <laughs> You're exploring a lot. That's for sure. Um, you imagine how the pilot of that thing must feel or the captain. You ran aground, bro. That's gotta be like a massive, just like black mark on your resume. Stupid. Stupid. I don't know. What if that was a woman woman captain? I would laugh so hard. So hard. Women could do it too. You ran aground, bitch. <laughs> you ever tell me where to go? Uh, this is interesting. A New York woman walks down the street with a looking for a husband sign, sparking plenty of conversation. Again, you can fart in the wind. Somebody's going to talk about it on the internet. Somebody, it doesn't matter what the... It could be about slugs fucking and someone's going to have a controversial hot take. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, Carolina Geitz, 29, said the sign started as a joke after dating apps didn't work for her. A woman has made waves on social media after she posted a video of herself walking around the streets of New York City with a sign that said, looking for a husband. Carolina Geitz is a 29-year-old living in New York City who recently went through the street holding a self-made cardboard sign signifying her wishes. Guides told Fox News Digital on Tuesday the idea for the sign was originally a joke between her and her friends. We had a discussion for the friends that dating apps were not working because it takes a long time to chat, she said. What? 
I've used dating apps. That's not true. It takes a long time to chat. Uh, I've, I've never experienced that. Well, it takes a long time. So anybody in the very attractive, John, oh, I am. I'm a, and so fucking humble. I'm the humblest motherfucker you're ever going to meet. Um, day a chat. I'm, I'm, I assume some of you have used a dating app. There's nothing taboo about me. I'm, I'm at Sheila on hinge. There's nothing taboo about it. For me, it's just like people that view dating apps, like, Oh, I just don't know about them. It's like an, it's a filtering process. I'm cool with that. Like, you can check the box of these are the things I'm looking for. This is what I'm not looking for. You find someone with the same type of convictions. It's like, there we go. Now you're you're thinning the herd of the wasted dates that you don't want to go on because you show up and worst case, she's fat and a liberal. It's like, well, fuck, I'm out. Well, probably a hundred bucks because she's fat, depending on where you go. That's why you take them to Burger King first. Just in case the date doesn't work out and you're out like, what, 10 bucks? That's good. Well, inflation, let's say 25. But still, but still, you get my point. Um, Did it ever take you a long time to chat? On these apps, if anything, what took the longest was getting matched because, and this is what pisses me off about dating apps. Like women get it. It's like going to a club or a nice bar. Women get that shit for free. Your yeah. DMs are blowing the fuck up. You got your pick of the litter. Men have to do something to separate themselves from the pack to make them stand out. That's the, and you got to pay more. Like on Hinge, I think you can give women roses and it, it like stands out to them. It's like so-and-so gifted you a rose and a rose is like three bucks. Not a lot of money. But- when you're trying to get a woman's attention, she's not responding. Then you go, you keep looking. It's, it's, it feels like you're hunting for a car, honestly, sometimes. So it's like you'll gift like one or two roses and you wait like a few days and they don't respond. It's like, all right, well, just keep looking. Um, or it's actually, you just keep looking. You just don't stop because then when somebody bings you back, you're just kind of like, okay, well, let's investigate this. Let's see where it goes. But the chatting part, I think the hardest part was getting ghosted in the chat, not on the date, thankfully. Um, and Bumble, yeah, Bumble lets the women choose if they want to talk to a guy, which I thought was really good. Bumble is like the woman's choice. Like she has, and I like that because that way, if she hits you back, you know she's interested um, versus on these other ones, it's kind of like, oh, I'll just see where it's going. We'll just say, I don't know. But yeah, dudes have to pay way more on those apps than women. So it's like if a woman's- Which uh, dating sites did you use? I used Tinder. Originally, I used Tinder for hookups. Uh, that was like years ago. And that's what Tinder started out as, I thought. But now Tinder is a legit dating app. Um, I used Hinge. I used Bumble. Uh, Grinder was weird. I mean, I, I tried using that and then wound up with a dick on my butt. And I was like, I don't know how we got here, but whatever. Might as well Ooh, tastes it. like bacon. <laughs> I doffed my cap to you, sir. Very well done. Very well done. <laughs> uh, what else did I use? Uh, I did do plenty of fish when it first came out, but it wasn't an app. It was actually a website. I remember that one. Yeah, plenty of fish. Um, I never did eHarmony. I felt like eHarmony was too much. Like I tried that one too. It was terrible. Yeah, it was just kind of like, we need your social security number, your blood type. I was like, what the fuck? Um, you got a dick in your mouth over there? You're like coughing like crazy. You all right? It's like yeah, worse, yeah, worse no. than a load, huh? <laughs> You know me. Uh, um, what else? John uses TikTok. Oh God, I would never date anybody on TikTok. TikTok is cancer. Oh God, like, would you ever date a tick? Say, like, you were single. Would you ever? Well, I, you're probably not gonna because you know it's like even for me, I'm to the point. It's like I'm too old for this bullshit. Only if it was the lady who took a bath in uh, milk and cereal. What? You remember her? She went. And she wanted to. Oh, wait. No, I don't know what that. I'm not, you don't I remember, remember that? the bathwater girl that wanted to sell her. Shit. I forget her name, but there, there was a girl that took a bath in cereal and then got to interview the president. 
Yeah. That's all it takes these days? That was it. I'm a second she pint gun up my ass. Yeah, interview the president of the... Wow. That was Obama. He had... She was... Uh, had some viral video of her taking a bath and... Uh, like, filled her bathtub up with milk. Milk and, and That's and a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. If it was her, maybe. And she kidding. got to... Okay. I was, I was like, kidding. I got to look this up. that was on TikTok. And she got to interview the president. My God. Yeah. That's when they were getting all these social media influencers to uh And they still are. Them. They still are. Remember the, all the the remember the the influence TikTok influencers the Biden administration tried to use to influence you to get the jab like the eighteen year old dipshits. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about because they have boobies and a TikTok following. <laughs> Shut up, bitch! Nobody fucking gives a fuck what you have to say. Go fuck somebody on OnlyFans. Or I'd see if I can find her now. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, those are the apps I used. Um, and I was, I actually had good success. Well, actually, it was weird because I'd start talking to somebody, and then I delete the apps. And then it didn't work out. I download the apps and then I wouldn't get hit on it. I wouldn't get anything. So I'd have to wait. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, it's like one time I download an app and I'd be getting hit left and right. And it's like, yeah, baby, my ego's through the fucking roof. And like self-confidence is a motherfucker. And then you download it again. And it's like wasteland. What happened? But the funniest part about this, and I know a lot of people will agree with this if you've ever done dating apps, is that on dating apps, you don't do just one. You do multiple. So you do like, uh, you do Tinder, you do Hinge, you do Bumble. And you run into the same people. And you people. run into the same people over and over and over again. You're like, man, this is pathetic. Like, we're sad. And what's even worse is like when you get in one relationship and say like you go on a few dates, you're just like, okay, let's see. And you delete the apps. And then it's like, oh, it actually doesn't work out. You download them and you go back and you see the same motherfucker still on it. And then they see you and it's like, well, welcome back to the club, loser. <laughs> it's like, ah, this makes me feel really bad. And what's worse is when you get into like, I call it like a swiping depression. A swiping depression is when you're sitting there and you're just swiping left on literally everybody because it's literally the ugliest and the fattest women that are on this lap. And you feel like it's three o'clock in the morning and you got last calls for the rest of your life. It's like, fuck me. This is what I'm reduced to. No, that's it. I'm turning gay. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Giggity. Uh, okay, so the woman made waves on social media. Uh, look what she looks like, though. She's not She's not unattractive. We had a discussion with friends that dating apps were not working because it takes a long time to chat, she said. As a joke, I said, I'll go outside with a sign. The next day, she did just that. She took a cardboard box received in the mail, ripped off a piece of it, wrote the words looking for a husband and took to the streets. She said TikTok video of her moment has over 10 million views and 1.2 million likes since it was posted on September 3rd. Uh, I don't think I can actually, can I click on this? Uh, I don't think it's letting me. It's being weird. Uh, hold on. Maybe, 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 maybe. Oh, this is her. Uh, what's the million viewer? Oh yeah. 10 million. Views. Just blaze. Sorry about the sound. My bad. Dudes are walking all around. Couples are looking. They're looking over their shoulder, looking for a husband. Guys are watching her pass by. They're laughing. They're taking photographs. Man, that dude has some hoochie daddy shorts on. She's not. She has literally no ass, though. Like, her pants are about to fall off. She's got, like, a frog's butt. Like, literally. It's, like, two legs stuck together, and it's, like, a frog's butt. Like a frog just stood up. Yeah, like a frog just stood up. Like old man ass. Like <laughs> old men don't have asses anymore. Their asses are gone because That's women it. usually chew through them yeah. so much. Like, you, you know, rip their ass up so much. But this is, uh, yeah, it's weird. But she's not unattractive. That's the weird part. But, you know, if you're into booty, she's probably not your girl. Uh, but this is, who she, this is what she looks like. 29-year-old influencer model in New York City said she was having a hard time finding good matches. Of that. I'm sorry. I, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. 
This is the nerd in me coming out. Wait, you're telling me that you're a fucking model in New York. You look this good. And you're telling me you have problems with dating. Shut the fuck up. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've got dudes that have been hanging out in your inbox for fucking years to the point where they're buying real estate. Don't sit there and play that. Don't go, oh, I just can't make these dating apps work because there's nobody. You live in a city with like, what, 12 million motherfuckers and you're telling me a dating app is not working for you? What she said, she's a social media influencer and a model. Yeah. Yeah, she's really scraping the bottom of the barrel on that one. Now, most dudes would see that and be like, oh, my God, she's got so much going on for her. She's a model and influencer. Nope. Steer the fuck away from those women. Stay the fuck away. I'm going to go ahead and call uh, bullshit. Bullshit. I think it's content. I think think this is content creation. I I think so, too. I agree. Bullshit. She might be single, or if she's not, she's got a boyfriend on the side and tell him to shut the hell up. This is for content. I guarantee. But if I was dating a woman and she pulled something like that, it's like, I'm not dating you anymore. And it's like, if that's how you want to be, fuck off. Like, that's that's what you want the world to know about you, that you want you want clicks, you want followers for what purpose? And you don't want them to know you're with me. Like, you can't you can't create authentic stuff on your own. You have to resort. Fair enough. Then you should just be single. You bitch. <laughs> you just broke up with her in your <laughs> hypothetical situation. My hypothetical situation. Bitch, you don't deserve me. I know my value. And another thing. Take those mom jeans off. Uh, all you gotta do is just like blow on her from the top and then just fall straight down. Uh, but, uh, one TikToker even said, you're telling me to run to Hobby Lobby and get some markers and poster board. I'm sorry. These sign trends are just fucking dumb. After that one dude with the sign did it and went super viral and he kept doing it, it's like, all right, fine. Now everybody's doing signs. Like, okay, it's it's cringe now. Stop fucking doing Everybody. it. Everybody. There's a guy up the street that says, we'll work for food. Oh, that I'm dude, like, yeah. God. Fuck these signs. I'm over this content creation crap. <laughs> That one dude's like, I just donate. I just want drugs. I'm not going to lie to you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Brittany Casco is a lifestyle production assistant with Fox News Digital. Oh, that's not her. That's just the writer of the article, I guess. A model and a social media influencer, and you're telling me you can't find a date. You might as well just give it up, girl. If you can't make that work, that's like the epitome. That's the creme de la creme, the ivory tower, the pinnacle of where any woman would want to be if she's looking for a dude. To be a social media influencer with a large following and a fucking model. Is that a college course yet? Yeah. There are colleges that do offer that kind of stuff. Yeah. Shocking. Actually, it's not. Forget the modeling aspect. I'm talking about... Talk about social media. Instagram model. No, no, no. Social media marketing. Yeah. That that is practical. Like I would definitely social media marketing, sure, but yeah, absolutely. But also influencer networking is like, look, I now it's interesting though, because we have seen like we don't we don't use hardly any influencers anymore with Shell Shock. It just doesn't work. It doesn't translate. They don't know how to sell the product. But where I do see people going to now is uh, micro-influencers, influencers that have anywhere from 5,000 to about 20,000 people because those people usually have a far more loyal, attentive, active following because normally what you'll see happen is when an influencer gets really, really big, they disconnect with their audience. There's very little engagement with them. It's more, instead of a back and forth with your followers, it is now a look at me, look at me, look at me, look at my lifestyle. You feel disconnected. But the micro-influencers, specifically like the mom market, Oh, dude, those are the ones you want to go for. If you are, if you have a company and you can do something with these people, I would highly encourage. There's your free, there's your free information for business owners out there. Get involved with the mom market because number one, mothers will spend money. If it's a product they really, really like and it resonates with them, they will spend money. Um, also, one of the biggest uh, markets out there is the Hispanic market. 
People don't realize that they're the most active market there is Hispanics. That's just the facts. That is the facts. Um, but the influencer market, dude, the rates they're asking for these days, it's not worth it. Nope. It's it's weird because people, people, it feels like people don't buy things on social media anymore. It feels like originally we saw a lot of influencers that had a lot of pull were able to sell a lot of products, a lot of shirts, whatever the case. But it feels like it's become very difficult to sell anything on social media. It seems like a lot of people have a bought uh, audience. Well, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you. <laughs> it's true. I mean, so when you have somebody like that, you know, pitching your product, mm-hmm. they're who are they pitching it to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing. Like one dude in the chat says, uh, Chad Rubel said I have hundred followers. That's what I'm working with. Well, here's the deal though. Like say for, we had one woman that had like 1200 followers working for us as an influencer and she was making a shitload of sales, but that's because she was very, very active on her page. She engaged with a lot of people. Um, and it's a, it's a job. Don't even get it twisted. It's a job. It's not like a, a difficult job, a hard job, but you do have to be attentive. You have to answer DMS. You have to answer and respond to comments. You got to post original content. And it's changed in the course of now content. I still see like my era of influencer was you post the most random bullshit. It was the whole Jesus quote on a picture of you showing your tits. That's so I still have friends that do that kind of content. It's like, bro, you need to move on. Like you, you've got to adjust. Move on from you did, that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And now I post pictures of my feet <laughs> and a Gandhi quote. Hey, yo, no, um, it your, is weird feet but, with Velveeta cheese melted on them. <laughs> <laughs> and they smell like bacon. So I don't know, man. I just feel like I feel like the influencer market is crumbling. It's going down to the micro influencers. It really is because the the cost that some of these people charge, say for example, for a twenty four hour post, it's like that's not gonna that's not gonna convert for me. Yeah. So as a CBD brand, it's just like you want to charge me a thousand dollars for a twenty four hour post because you have five hundred thousand followers, but I don't see any engagement. It's like no, like I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like. That's the other thing. I have personal friends of mine that have much larger followings. I've had to rebuild mine again. I'm up to like almost 8,000. Look at me. When I hit 10,000, I'm going to get like a balloon and like totally make a mockery of it. Cause I've already had like on Instagram at one point, I had like 300 something thousand. They banned yeah. me. Um, same with it. YouTube. Yeah. Same with YouTube. You had 320,000 mm-hmm. subs on YouTube. Yeah. And Facebook like, was like 600 something thousand. We but, don't like jokes. But Facebook's dying. And I mean that. And I'm not saying that because I don't like Facebook. Bro, every time I go back on my Facebook page, my non-band one has got like 8,000 followers. My uh, my my blacklisted one has like 30,000. But the engagement is absolutely trash. They don't, nobody sees anything I post. But what I have found, it is nothing but ads now. Like you scroll ad after ad. It's like, fuck, dude, what has happened? Like the more ads you see, it's like Facebook's in trouble. Like this used to be a platform yeah. that wasn't so controversial. Like I feel like the boomers are Facebook. The millennials are Instagram. And millennials slash Gen Z are Twitter. And then um, I, I think, think Zuckerberg just screwed that whole thing up because he really he's did. such a douchebag. He really did. And the, I think the only thing that would really save it is if he sold it to somebody. Yeah, for sure. And they do like an Elon where they just take it over and I think Elon's destroying it. Twitter now. I think I think Elon, I had high hopes. His, I, I said I don't trust this guy. I wanted him to succeed, but what I have seen from Elon has been nothing sure. Forget his words. Look at the action. What have his actions shown? Had he stayed CEO, I think it would be different. But because so yeah. many people said that he, they thought that mm-hmm. he should not be CEO, yeah. uh, you know, he and he picked that lady from the what was WEF. It? Yeah. WEF. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're all like, uh, WT. What the WTF? Yeah, bro. <laughs> 
Like it, it was interesting to see what Elon went through because it what he went through as far as having to revamp the company we've dealt with personally. Right. When you have someone that comes in and tries to take over subtly and try and have a sort of coup, if you will, you've got to not only get rid of them, get rid of every employee that's loyal to them, and they yeah. will give you enough rope to hang themselves eventually. They they trust me, they will. So when you see something like that, like Elon's point where you essentially dissolve the uh, the safety stuff bullshit, the people that were moderating content at that level, and then you bring it right back. It's like, bro, your actions show you to be the exact opposite of what you're preaching. You say free speech, but you don't let Alex Jones on. You banned Kanye. You brought him back again. I don't know why. Uh, Nick Fuentes, who I think is a fucking complete moron, but again, free speech is free speech. Yeah. So Elon's now picking choosing again. It's like, dude, you're not for free speech. Is he making the decisions? Yeah. I mean, if he's not CEO, if he's not making he can, day he's still, making, he's still making the decisions. You think I'm, so? I'm sure. Because he's still very engaged on there. And then he, the most recent gaffe was that he wants to remove the mute button. No. I <laughs> highly disagree with that. And the Just, reason he's doing that, it's not because of safety. And the reason that you should have the block button, excuse me, the block button he's wanting to remove, the reason you should have that is for predatorial behavior. 100%. The block button yeah. is not anti-free speech. It's basically saying... I don't want to engage with you. You're a fucking troll. Get out of my life. Like you're negative, whatever. You have some people that want to try and dox you, that want to try and post inappropriate shit, be racist, whatever. Absolutely, you can block them. Yeah. But Elon wants to remove the block option because he said, we want to make the mute button way more beneficial. Well, here's the deal with that. The only reason Elon's doing that is for engagement. The more engagement, the more ads that get seen. The more ads that get seen, the more ad revenue he can generate for Twitter to make money. So Elon is literally compromising potential safety of the users for making that money. Which, granted, I get it, I understand it, but you don't have to do it by removing the block button. It's a stupid move. And again, the other thing that bothers me about this, he talked about how on this platform, we're going to vote for everything because that's just what we're going to do. People said no. He's still doing it. It's like, bro, so you're a fucking liar. You're a liar. Elon, his actions have shown me to be exact opposite of everything he claims. So that's why I've kind of given up on that nerd. He's just, he's another, he's a, he's a more, he's a, he's a, he's a great value brand Zuckerberg is what he is. Just give it time. It's coming back. Uh, already, already conservatives are getting banned over there again. Yeah. He'll sit there and do these interviews. We got to bring it back to the center. We got to bring it out in his old nerdy voice. And what does he do? You see conservative accounts getting banned again. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I've seen it myself. Like, even I'm like fucking, uh, my reach is just destroyed. Yeah. Like I was growing. I get banned. I grow again. Now no interaction. There's just no like interaction. No engagement. Going into nobody, an empty room and nobody just, sees your shit. Yeah. They, Cause he talked about how that. It's that we don't we don't ban you, but we will limit your reach for ad purposes. Like so, it's the same. You're yeah. just you're streaming to an empty room, right? Like that's how pathetic it is. So I can so, just get on there and look at stuff, but yeah, can't voice my opinion. I mean, about you can. Anyway. They don't. They. I mean, unless you you break their hateful content violation, which again, what the fuck is that? That's free speech, baby. But you can you can get like your pee pee smacked if you go on there and tell somebody to go fucking suck start a shotgun, which is not illegal. That is not illegal. But they want it to be. So anyhow. Dylan Mulvaney, oh, this, 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 whatever the fuck this is. Dylan Mulvaney says it would be epic to do a Super Bowl beer ad after Bud Light Saga. <laughs> Transgender fruitcake and future suicide assistant influencer Dylan Mulvaney said it would be epic to one day star in a beer advertisement at the Super Bowl just month after his disastrous partnership with Bud Light sparked widespread backlash. Now, this article is from the New York Post, and they've described him as her, which I will not do on the show. You are biologically a man, if you can even say that with a straight face. Um, I just see you as a beta homosexual who claims he's straight, but he's not straight. Um, 
I don't even know how that fucking works. You transitioned into a woman. You said you were trying to find dudes. Then you say you're into women. And I'm confused. How can you be into women if you castrate yourself? Which I don't think he's actually had the surgery. I'm kind of like, put your nuts where your mouth are, bro. Cut your dick off. Do it. Man the fuck up. Cut your dick off. If you're a trans woman, meaning a man that wants to become a woman, then do it. Nut up and get your nuts removed. I don't want you reproducing. I'm okay with this to a degree. I'm okay with this. I don't want, they should not be allowed to adopt. Absolutely not. So essentially what you're allowing them to do is just remove themselves from the gene pool over time. Yeah. And I'm being serious about this. I feel like this is a fix to this. These people will not be able to reproduce. They should not be allowed to adopt. Therefore, all they really have that's dangerous is their sphere of influence. But I think once more and more people realize that you have literally chopped your dick off and you can never get it back, you can never achieve an orgasm, you will never have an erection, you are literally just a Ken doll that pees out of his butt. That's it. So Yay. if you want to jump on this fad, you be my guest. Chop your shit off, sterilize yourself, you cannot reproduce. I'm okay with this. It's a self-correcting problem. In fact, I encourage it, but I don't encourage it for children. I think that's where should the line should be drawn. So if you want to just sterilize yourself... One less liberal to worry about. Be my guest. It's a self-correcting problem. That between the suicide numbers, I mean, it's fuck. Like, give them about a week and they're gone. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably a good thing that he's not going to be a parent. <sighs> right? I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine. Like, even gay dudes that are parents like this faggot. My God. <laughs> I actually know a couple of gay guys that are like, that fucking faggot. Like, fuck that guy. He's so fucking gay. <laughs> And he's saying that in front of his boyfriend. I was like, I fucking love you guys. You queers are the greatest. Get that dick over Get here. Get that dick over here. I'm going to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is why I love microdose and Delta A. It puts you in such a better mood. Oh, my gosh. Well, guess who's back in court? Mr. Jesse, I say, I say, Jesse Smollett, son. Jesse Smollett back in court. And they said, Your Honor, this is mega country. They threw a rope around my neck and poured bleach on me when I was just trying to eat my Subway sandwich. Motherfucking crackers. Jesse Smollett back in court appealing his conviction for lying about racist MAGA attack. Uh, an Illinois appellate court heard Tuesday it should toss the disgraced former Empire star Jesse Smollett's convictions for staging a racist homophobic attack against himself in 2019 and then lying about it to Chicago police. Judges heard arguments for less than an hour contesting Smollett's 2021 convictions with the actor's legal counsel proposing anger over the case led to properly dismissed charges being improperly restored. Uh, AP reports uh, Smollett slipped into court for an hour-long oral arguments and sat on spectator benches. He reportedly watched proceedings intently, leaning forward to follow the debate before the three-judge panel. Smollett 41, didn't speak to reporters after the hearing. Public outrage against the defendant cannot overrule the rule of law, one of his lawyers, Nenya Uch, told the panel, referring to how public perception of Smollett turned after police said he created a crime and wasn't a victim of one. Uch added that many of the issues surrounding the appeal and Smollett's prosecution boiled down to the question, is it fair? Absolutely it's fair. If you stage a racist hate crime, it's no different than faking an abortion or faking a rape. You should go to jail. You should go to prison. Absolutely. Because the intent is to ruin somebody's life. That's the intent. And the thing with Jesse Smollett, he wanted to go after every single Republican and Donald Trump supporter out there by staging this hate crime and positioning himself as if he's a victim. Where have we seen this? 
amongst black liberals uh, everywhere, every fucking where, every black liberal you know is a descendant of slavery, apparently. We want our reparation. Get the fuck out of here, you morons. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, you'd think Donald Trump would be able to sue him, right? Uh, did he? Uh, not really. I mean, he's slandering the guy's name. He's, you know, talking about MAGA hat, MAGA country. Um, you know, that's everybody knows that's a Trump thing. Yeah, so, but I mean, I, I don't know. It seems like somebody could sue this guy just be, I'm because he's trying to yeah. smear an entire yeah group. Yeah, Smollett has always maintained his innocence on all charges, blaming mysterious MAGA forces for the alleged. Even the guys he paid to do it testified against him, saying, "Yeah, the motherfucker paid us." Here's a check stub. And, and he's still he's still like, ah, no, I'm innocent. I, I haven't done anything wrong. Like, bro, you're a fucking liar. You've been busted. Like, give it up. Give it up. You, you got caught. Um, And you got to love Breitbart. They tweeted this out uh, March 11th, 2022. It says, all the idiots who demanded justice for Jesse Smollett. You got Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, uh, Melissa Milano, uh, Mark Hamill, Katy Perry, uh, then various other dipshit feminists that I don't even recognize. The AP report set up uh, set out in the, if the appeal before the Chicago-based First District Appellate Court fails, Smollett will have to finish a 150-day stint in jail his trial judge ordered during his 2022 sentencing. Smollett spent just six days in jail before his release pending the outcome of an appeal. A ruling is, oh my God, this dude spent a week in jail, gets out on the appeal, and this is overturned, he's going to face up to 150 days in jail. Bro, you... Oh. This guy's a piece of shit. You should be in jail. He should be in jail. You should be in jail for a lot longer than that. At least at minimum two years. Two years. Like, what did it cost the city of Chicago to exactly. go through you this entire pay, process? You should have to pay that back. Yeah. You should have to pay that back in public service. Uh, and last, most certainly not least, I absolutely love this. A prankster crashes a New York Fashion Week wearing a trash bag and only security noticed. That's about right. You see these fashion shows? There's nothing fashionable about it. It looks like anorexic bulimic types of models up there wearing these fucking rags and it's like oh this cost me five thousand dollars it's a fashion it's like no you look retarded actually a prankster crashed the famous new york fashion week wearing a trash bag and shower cap until security pulled him off the runway video of the moment went viral on tuesday which showed prank youtuber fred bayer walking the runway in his getup which none of the spectators seemed to notice was fake until security charged him from behind Let's watch the video. He's walking down the runway. He's doing a strut. He's looking over his shoulder. Oh, clearly you can tell he's not a model. Here comes the security. He's running, grabs him, takes him to the ground, escorts him out of the thing. Uh, so the guy's just literally walking down the aisle or the runway with a shower cap, some orange shorts, some jean or some some sneakers, and a trash bag. And people were just like, oh, this is so good. Who did this? Vera Wang? I'm, just, oh, I'm gonna buy some of that. Oh, I, I can't it. wait to get my own trash bag to wear. Oh. Muffy. <laughs> I must have it. I must have it. People online had a field day mocking the moment, saying it highlights the depths to which modern fashion and art that matter has plunged when spectators at a lucrative fashion show could not tell the difference between a man wearing a trash bag and a model wearing a designer outfit. First, people were taking notes like, yeah, I could see myself spending 3500 on this see-through jumper, said one commenter on Instagram. It's funny that nobody noticed the beginning, said another. You got to love it. You just you just got to love it. That's, that's how stupid art has become. That's how hoity-toity these nerds have become. It's like, what it, they don't care about the fashion. They care about what's trending and what people think will cool. This this is like the high school mentality on steroids. Yeah. And the only difference is these nerds have money. 
I'm going to be so cool and drop $5,000 on these pair of sneakers. I'm sorry. The sneakerheads, I think, are some of the dumbest people out there. Not the ones that collect shoes, but the ones that will pay enormous amounts of money for a pair of shoes and then never wear them. Now, I understand it's an investment. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, really? You know what? I take that back. I do take everything I just said back because I do get it. Say like you got a pair of Jordans from way back when they have never been worn, still in the box. Those go for a lot of money. It's an investment. It's no different than wine, no different than art. I get it. I just... John Burke debating John Burke. There you go. I, I get it. It makes... I actually had a friend that was a former drill sergeant. He was I served with him. He he would flip shoes. I swear to God. He had a contact and he would flip it. shoes. He wouldn't make a lot of money. He'd make like an extra 30 bucks per pair. But when you're flipping 20, 30, 40 pair in a week, it's like, okay, fair enough. I, I get it. But I don't know. I, I just don't know. For me, it's like the, the woman thing of like where you see a whole closet full of high heels. And it's like, yeah, but you're not collecting these. You're not reselling. You're just, you're fucking hoarding them. You got a lot of shoes. What are you doing with all these shoes? You got too many shoes in the closet, bitch. What the fuck's going on with you? You got to stop collecting all the shoes. Fuck. Walk on my balls with a pair of high heels. Why don't you? You do nothing. You just sit there. Like your womb is polluted. Yeah, we went from, Christopher Walken. You no, know, it's nuts the way these women looking for men go out on the streets with signs that say, fuck me. You know, not that per se. I mean, I would. You know, I'd love to fuck Frankenstein. I'd totally fuck Frankenstein. The bolts in his neck, electric. Get a little jacked, you know. I'm done. I'm done. All right. All right. There it is. <laughs> All right, folks, that does for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. Hey, look, you want to do us a favor. Uh, the only thing I'm asking of you today, the only thing I'm asking of you today, folks, go over to iTunes and leave a review, if you could. Go leave a review over on iTunes for the podcast. Help us out. Help us grow the numbers. The more reviews you leave, the more exposure we get, and we really appreciate that. Go leave some great five-star reviews. Go check us out. And also, if you could, go review us on Google for Shellshock. That helps as well. Make it a good review day. So if you've not subscribed because you're broke, you got no money because Biden inflation is eating your lunch and you want to help support us, well, that's a great way you can support us there. Go leave a review. You enjoy the entertainment. We got 200 something motherfuckers watching right now. I better see 200 new reviews, you sons of bitches, or I swear to God, I'm going to suck Josh's dick. That didn't go the way I thought it would go. That, oh, that didn't sound right. threatening whatsoever. I hope you like bacon. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, folks. That does it for today. We appreciate you. We love you. We will see you here bright and early tomorrow afternoon on the All-American Savage Show podcast. You got anything to have, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, leave the bacon alone.